Hello, everyone, and welcome. Welcome to Kayla, Kayla and Harrison. <laughs> oh, shut up! The podcast where we basically complain. <laughs> so we've been on a bit of a hiatus. Yes. Um, the holidays got to us, and by holidays, I just mean Halloween because no other holiday truly matters. But that's actually one hundred percent factual. Yeah. For you non-believers out there, we have agreed to do the next two episodes about a very special holiday to many of you. Called Xmas. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Also known as the holiday stole from, stolen from pagans. Yeah, Yule. Yule. So in honor of Yule. And Xmas. Yes. Emphasis um, on the X. Triple Xmas. Triple Xmas. We should have reviewed Triple X instead. I have the most regrets I've ever had in my life. Yeah, me yeah. too. Mm-hmm. But. Oh well. It's too late. Fuck it. We already watched um, the other movies. That's true. And they're better, let's be honest, in every um, single way. I mean, I haven't seen Triple X, so I don't know. And I do love oh. Vin Diesel. Then you won't like it. Oh. Just kidding. You will. <laughs> um, I'm a Fast and the Furious fan. Does that mean I'll like Triple X? Oh my God. Get out of this. Definitely well, not I, a car. I, I have one more thing to say about Triple X before we move on. Please. Okay, my friend Nikki, shout out to Nikki, who's definitely not listening to this because she doesn't even have a smartphone. She has a flip phone, so there's no way she's podcast You better tell her that this is available on many platforms. I've never stopped telling her, Harrison. My point is, though, that her son, she named after the character in Triple X. Ridley? Ripley? What? What? Uh, What's his name? I don't know. Xander. Oh. She named him Xander. (laughs) I haven't seen that movie since it came out. Oh, well, anyway, Xander's a good kid. Shout out to Xander. Yeah, shout out. Hail you. He would he'd be into being shouted out by the way. He likes movies like we like movies. Xander, you rule. Yep. Um in honor of Xander, today we've done this uh well, we haven't done anything yet, but we're about to <laughs> talk, talk about extensively extensively for approximately 30 minutes mm-hmm. about Batman Returns. Yes. The second Tim Burton Batman, which I'm just going to I'm just going to start off the podcast. Spoiler alert. Um, maybe it's not a spoiler technically. Sure. I'm going to go ahead and say this is the best movie ever made. So <laughs> I'm sorry. If you I ever... already said that about Hocus Pocus. So I don't know if well, I can say that about Batman Return. All right. Um, no I... other movie really holds a candle to this film. I'm really glad to hear you say that because I was hanging out with some circle jerks last night. Shout out to my friends who I call circle jerks. Uh, and they were like, I was trying to make them watch Batman Returns last night. And they were like, isn't that one of the ones that's crap? And I was like, first of all, I would, I would fist I don't, fight someone. I don't understand what you mean because, yeah. like, what do you even mean? And they were like, "Well, isn't it the one with, um, you know, Tommy Lee Jones?" And I was like, "It is most certainly not." You're thinking of the Schumacher ones, and they were like, "Schumacher? Do you mean George Clooney?" I, anyway, it was a disaster, Circle Jerks. And I said, universally, the Tim Burton Batman's are considered to be excellent Batman films. And then Michael, who's a bit of a traitor, maybe, said, I don't know everywhere. Did you watch XXX instead? Triple X? No, we didn't watch anything. We just hung out like friends. Oh. Like normal people. <laughs> like normal people. Not like me and you. Okay. <laughs> We're not normal, and that's okay. No, that is. Um, so, Speaking of which, this movie's not really normal. No, it isn't. <laughs> it isn't. Um, I, re-watching it makes me remember how much the Tim Burton Batman movies, the first one, Batman, and then this one, Batman Returns, are... Fairy tales. Oh, totally. They are just literally fairy tales. I mean, they have, like, fairy tale tropes in them. Yeah. And not only that, I mean, it's like... The... There's so many homages to 
cinema in this. It's, mm-hmm. like, insane. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, the sort of dystopian landscape, it's just, like, insane. Like, Metropolis is written all over this film. I mean, you can really see Tim Burton's influences, which and he makes them shine, which I like. Like, Max Shrek, for example, you know, looks like Dr. Caligari from mm. The Cabinet of Dr. Caligari. Like, everything... Mm-hmm. He does. I, it's just a, it's a filmmaker's film, and I think that's why I really like it. But um, it's interesting you bring up the German expressionism. Um, so my boyfriend Michael, who's really German, yeah, like actually, not like from Germany, right? Anyway, he was supposed <laughs> to be a guest host on this, um, but grad he's in grad school, and you know how that is. I don't. Oh right, I, I don't do. either anymore. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're both done with grad school. I'm so sorry, Michael. I love you so much. Michael, you poor soul. <laughs> so my boyfriend Michael is one of the biggest Batman fans there is on the whole planet, and one of the biggest horror movie fans in general fans on the planet. And he and I'm a big fan of him. Last night we had it. <laughs> we had a big conversation last night about German expressionism and how uh, there are Jewish kind of uh, elements to this, like that. Uh, like the penguin being placed in the basket mm-hmm. and and down the river, and he was saying that it was written by a man of Jewish descent. Interesting, I didn't which know was that. interesting in the context of how some people think that it's problematic, kind of like the references. Mm. Like um, you could say that the penguin is a negative stereotype right. in terms of his physical features, mm-hmm. and you know the obsession with um, wealth and whatnot. Um, but he was saying, yeah, that a Jewish person wrote it and that they were very intentional little little references to Judaism, which I like because, especially with a movie that's set during Xmas, right. um, that it's not necessarily little Christ allegories, but little references to um, Judaism. I think that's neat. Yeah, I prefer that. I would do. To regular Xmas. <laughs> ideology i don't know i I love this movie so much i can't even talk about it yeah um it's difficult we also have it playing in the background while we while we talk about it yeah i think we're both a little distracted because it's such a beautiful film right i literally watched this movie twice last night just for fun back to back it's amazing it's beautiful every single frame this is like the perfect tim burton movie yeah this it is, is a quintessential Tim Burton film. Like, look at the... So now we're looking at the one where... The shot where Max Shrek is, is looking out. and Well, actually, it's not Max Shrek yet. It's, it's the, the mayor. mayor. Okay, but he's about to come up. And um, just the backdrop, just the matte paintings in the back of Gotham and the giant Christmas tree behind... It's, a, it's gorgeous. Every single one of these frames is like... It's just beautiful. When you think of Tim Burton, this is what you want to think of. Um, and not, not anything after... 1999. Yeah. Or maybe even earlier. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking of Sleepy Hollow, though, which I think is a pretty solid Yeah, film. that's the last good one, maybe. Yeah. So this this movie is so beautiful. Yeah, truly. Um, So we're both... And also... Re- yeah? Selena Kyle. I was just about to say, we Let's... are both really big Selena Kyle fans. I love Catwoman. Catwoman is the only part of this movie... And that's not true. Catwoman, <laughs> Catwoman is like... I don't really care about Batman at all as a character. I think he's like kind of a piece of shit, and I don't care at all. I like the villains, and this movie is a villain movie. Mm-hmm. Even Batman becomes a villain in this film. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. And I think that that is a really awesome way to twist this. Well, and this must be your favorite Batman, because this is the one where Batman's barely in it. Yep. Like, literally barely. Yeah. Like, total 19 minutes out of, like, a 90-minute film. Yeah. Something like that. I'm sure if we looked it up, there's actual statistics. Um, 
speaking of the villains in this movie, let's talk about the villains in this movie. Let's. Let's start with Max Shrek. And the reason I want to start with him... Go on. ...is because, fact, the writer based him on Donald Trump. Yep. Like the current Donald Trump. Oh, yeah. The Donald Trump who's unfortunately sitting back where I live being a goober. Yeah. Can't say enough great things about him. <laughs> um, his son is also featured in this film, which is... Donald Trump's son? Yes, basically. Who? Max Shrek's son. Oh, Donald Trump Jr. Yes. <laughs> or the other one. I make it a point to not really know the names of Trump's kids. There's yeah, a couple of they're them. They're pretty much on an equal playing field, which is less than zero. So. Yes. <laughs> um, the great part about this movie is that <clears throat> they're both... Well, actually, I don't know if both of them are, but Max Shrek mm-hmm. ends up as a burnt to a crisp skeleton, which we can only hope. Spoiler alert! Is <laughs> a premonition. For, is a uh, are um, we on some sort of um, watch list, government maybe. watch list now? I didn't. I want to say for the record, American government, that I didn't say anything. Neither did I. I did. <laughs> uh, anyway, <laughs> Selena Kyle, Catwoman, yes. is. Amazing. She is amazing. And I love her origin here, where she starts as someone who's trying very earnestly to just be a normal person who works hard at her job, um, and then realizes that it's all bullshit. And has the complete, like, breakdown of, like, why on earth was I wasting my whole first life, if you will. We will. uh, You know, just being a pushover Mm -hmm. who was never given any credit. And then, through no fault of cats breathing life into her, uh-huh. returns mm-hmm. only to be, like, maliciously powerful in every way. Yes. <laughs> and walk all over Max Shrek, which is amazing. It is amazing. Um, when she comes back and he basically thinks that he's one-upped her, like, oh, she's not going to say anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and she basically plays him, which is amazing. Yes. Um... So maybe what we really hope is that somewhere in the White House there's an aide who is going to get pushed too far yeah. and then become Catwoman, literally. Yeah. Literally Well, I wouldn't wish her origin story upon anyone, but if without I'm... that happening they become Catwoman, <laughs> I would be stoked. Just in general. To if everyone Cat... became Catwoman, I would be stoked. If honestly. we could just let a bunch of magical cats loose mm-hmm. in D.C., shout out to my fellow DCers. That's what we and call each other. Cats. Not Washingtonians. We say DCers. Oh, okay. Just so you know. That's how you know you're a local. Oh. Magical cats. Just let them loose and hope that someone will get turned into Catwoman. Yeah. And I save America. Yes. Let's let cats loose on DC is the <laughs> moral of the story. And then what's interesting about this film is like, okay, so obviously Max Shrek is the villain. Mm-hmm. Catwoman is like the anti-hero villain. And then we've got Batman, who's just an anti-hero. And then all of a sudden, it's like, you know what? No, we need one more villain. And penguin. that's the Penguin. And I actually think it works. This isn't like, um, what was it? Spider-Man 3? Right. Where it's got way too many villains in it and it doesn't make any sense. I think... I've already blocked it. I blocked that movie out like the moment I saw it. But... <laughs> I think this film does it well because Batman's barely in it. Right. Well, also he's... I mean, this film is like, in terms of... Taking, like, the goofiness aside, he literally fucks people up this whole movie. Mm-hmm. He has... Batman gives no shits in this movie, which is why I was kind of saying that he also becomes a villain, because he literally, like, straps bombs to people and pushes them down sewer drains. Mm-hmm. Like, well, he's killing people left and right. He ignites a man in a devil costume. Yep. He's 
not fucking around. He is not fucking around. Uh, and I will say, though, that in the first Tim Burton Batman, I feel like that's true for him, too. It is. I just, for some reason, I don't compare this one to the first one. I know mm-hmm. it's like a continuation of it, on obviously, but... You think of them as two completely separate? This one, stylistically, is mm-hmm. so... It's... It's, it's really found itself it in really a way has. that the first one I feel like struggles a little bit, and that maybe because of like the technologies that they had at the time versus this one. I don't really know why, but it, I it's, think it, it's it doesn't feel like this world mm-hmm. yet. This one feels so completely like this world mm-hmm. that I don't question it. Yes, I think a big part of it is like how winter and like Christmas and everything that's happening is a huge part of the entire film. Yeah. And in Batman, you don't have that right. aspect, which is tying everything in Gotham together. Um, I was going to also say, I tend to think of Batman, the Batman films as like sections mm-hmm. where there's Tim Burton Batman, yeah. Schumacher Batman, Nolan Batman, Nolan Batman and, um, and now we're just not whatever even the hell. I haven't even seen the, the Ben Affleck Batman. It's God. Like dude, not, I am literally not. not, but, but there's one more, <laughs> there's one more Batman section and it's the most important one. And it's like, Oh, Batman. Oh, I love Lego Batman. I also do. I do love. Lego <laughs> well, we're also there's also the ones pre nine pre eighty nine. Yeah, 89. I well, I'm talking about movies, not the TV show. Oh, okay. Um, this this one, this Batman, Tim Burton's Batman, kills people indiscriminately. Yes. I mean, even so, Nolan Batman, for whatever reason that I don't really understand, just can't kill the Joker. There's like a moral obligation. I understand that, but this this Batman kills the Joker. Yeah. He doesn't even think about it. He just does right. it. Well, I think it's out of he has to. Well, because it's implied in that one that he killed his parents, or. No, I think that there was no other way to save Vicky Vale. Yeah. I can't remember the end exactly of the first Batman. Uh, well, Joker is attached to the gargoyle, and then. Mm. Mm-hmm. The gargoyle gets lifted by the plane. Yes. And then, doesn't it snap? I don't remember. Anyway, Does watch it, that one too. It's great. They're both great. They are. But I just like the dynamic between the three villains in this one and how they all reveal themselves. This movie is, it's constantly referenced about wearing a mask, about being someone you're not, about putting on a sh- like a show. The Penguin is really the only character aside who's from- himself. <laughs> Who's himself. And really like aside from the putting on a mask, you could say as the mayor, like- which someone else gets him to do, really. Right. It's yeah. not of his own accord. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really, it's really quite sad. Like, the end of the movie, the resolution for the Penguin is quite sad. Also, like, and I think this is a symptom of every Batman film, except maybe with, with like, maybe with the exception of Nolan's Scarecrow. Mm-hmm. I hate how every Batman tries to come to a final. Uh, what am I trying to say? Every every Batman Schumacher is guilty of it too. The villain either has to die, mm-hmm. or the villain has to be incarcerated. Okay. And I just don't. Th- it just it cheapens the source material. I think. And you're saying here because Catwoman just leaves. Well, because her ending is ambiguous, right? Like mm-hmm. when she's left with one life, allegedly. Yes. Uh, and we see her. Uh silhouette at the end of the movie it's assumed that she's free but mm-hmm. who actually knows um i think you can assume that yeah i would yeah but i'm just thinking like 
Two-Face, for example, dies yes. at the end of Batman Forever, assumed, mm -hmm. is, pres is presumed dead. Yes. Uh, and does Bane die in the last one? I don't even remember. In the Nolan ones? Yeah. Because um, Bane's also in Batman Forever. That's what I'm thinking of, in Batman Forever. I have no idea what happens to Bane in Batman Forever. I think he's... They drain him of his juice, and then... <laughs> I'm sorry. God, that movie's so terrible. Uh, uh, anyway, Joker dies. Yes. Two-Face dies. Mm -hmm. Penguin dies. Mm -hmm. Like, at the end of every one, they kill someone, and I don't think... Like, sure, the villain has to die eventually, but I don't know if it's at the end of the film where you introduce him. Like... Okay. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, we get such little time with these characters, mm -hmm. it feels cheap to be like, so anyway... We're going to have his questionably sized penguins. Set, <laughs> set oh my God. I love when they, when there's a shot and you're like, so that's clearly a person in a penguin suit. Like, also, it's the same size as Danny DeVito. As penguin. <laughs> God that's bless Danny DeVito. Real. Like <laughs> I, I love Danny DeVito in general, but he's also amazing in this film. Yeah. Oh, this might be one of his best roles. It honestly. really might be. And then the number one best one is him in Always Sunny. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Number two, the penguin. Uh, well. Number three, the evil dad in Matilda. Oh, damn. I'm done. That's you, it. Those That's it. top three. Danny DeVito. Right there. I was Name about other just, films he was in. I was just talking about movies, but we can bring in Always Sunny, I guess. Oh, I, you're right. That's a TV show. It, I mean, yeah. but it's To still... me, it's like one long, beautiful movie of brilliance. All right. Well, there you go. <laughs> um, the sets in this movie are so incredible. They really are. The fucking sewer, like... I guess it's a polar bear exhibit. Is that what it's supposed to be? Right now where they're at? Yeah. No, they're in the sewer. Are you sure, though? I am 100% positive they are currently in the sewer. They are where uh, Danny DeVito's but why are all lives. those? Yeah, but why are all those seats there? I think this is supposed to be a polar bear exhibit. Why is it in the sewer? I think it just drains into the sewer. I think that's what's insinuated. Oh, and that's why the penguins are there? Right. Okay, I check, that checks out. Um, can we talk also, for, speaking of the set, so obviously this film's budget was enormous. Yeah. Um, and it was because uh, the bat, the first Batman did so well. Mm -hmm. And I, Michael loves telling about how, telling the stories of how this film horrified everyone when it came out, including the studio. Where they were like, we let you do whatever you wanted with the second Batman because of the first Batman. This is not a children's movie. <laughs> you can't bring kids to this. We're selling the kids action figures. action figures of the Penguin, and he's horrifying. He bites someone's nose off at some point. God, this it makes so much sense why I'm the way I am after watching this movie <laughs> as a child. I was just thinking about that. I was just like... How formative this movie was. Yeah, truly. <laughs> I actually, for me, I think Batman Forever was my big formative movie. Because I was so in love with, with Poison Ivy. Uh, well, poison ivy. <laughs> Who wasn't? Right. <laughs> um, this one. As I, I told Lady Freeze when I pulled her plug, <laughs> this is a one woman show. <laughs> I love Batman movies so much. I'm so upset that we can't be sitting here talking about the things we like about the Ben Affleck Batman because it's just garbage. Well, Ben Affleck, we'll have you on the podcast and you can try and defend your Explain fucking Explain yourself, Ben Affleck. Explain! We beg of you. <laughs> we beg of you. I'm actually not a huge... I'm not a huge Nolanverse fan either. I'm going to be just honest with you. I think that it had a lot of potential and it really just crashed with the last one. There's like elements I like of the Nolanverse. Yeah. Elements. I really liked... But not Heath overall. Ledger as Joker, obviously. Yeah. And Killian Murphy as... I mean, sure. Scarecrow. But I don't think their characters were nearly as fleshed out as Batman mm -hmm. Returns. And I didn't mind Anne Hathaway 
as oh, Catwoman. Yeah. Actually, I didn't mind I was, it. I was like surprised. I was really happy mm-hmm. about that. Actually. Especially considering how much I love Michelle Cy- Pfeiffer's Michelle. No, Michelle Pfeiffer. Okay. Right. Michelle Pfeiffer is the name of this woman. I love her Catwoman so much, but I didn't mind Anne Hathaway's Catwoman. She played I, it different, and yeah. I liked it. I didn't mind it. Mm-hmm. I didn't think it held a candle to this Catwoman. No, but I liked how they took so much from her sister's keeper, the comic, mm-hmm. for her characterization. This Catwoman, I feel like, and correct me if I'm wrong, I feel like there's no comic basis for this Selena Kyle. I not the I way she becomes Catwoman, say. but like this very meek, like goofy kind of girl that she is before she gets hurt. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've only ever read the Catwoman who, you know, grows is a in jewel a, thief. Is a jewel thief, and she, you know, grows up in a rough part of Gotham, and she, but she's really close to, you know, that the little girl Kelly, and she takes right. care of her, and um, so I don't know. Uh, fans of this podcast, let me know if you think Tim Burton based this Selena Kyle off of a Selena Kyle in the comics that I just don't know about. I don't know. That's a good question. I've only read select of the Batman comics. We should probably do more research before we have a podcast. You know, listen, Harrison, listen. These people don't come to our podcast for <laughs> for research. You're right. They come to it because our voices are so soothing. Shout out to Ginny who told me she listens to our podcast to fall asleep. That she told is, me that last what night. What a beautiful compliment. Uh, okay, yeah, you're right. I should. T- it's a compliment. Yeah. Thanks, Ginny. I hope you have really good sweet dreams. Tonight we're talking about Selena Kyle. Selena Kyle. Are you down on your luck? <laughs> Get a taser and bite someone's face off. <laughs> um, I also just love the way that... I just can't say enough good things about this film. Mm-hmm. I just can't. I when can. she blows up Max Shrek's business. Mm-hmm. We and can all- just fucking cartwheels right on out. Yep. And then just... This says is amazing. meow and then done. <laughs> it says meow and then done. I also love, so if we could talk about, again, a di- another difference between this one and Batman. The romance in the first Tim Burton Batman, Batman, mm-hmm. is between um, Batman and Vicki Vale. Yep. Which, just fine. It's fine. It's fine. But this romance is like the only, in all of the film franchise, romance that makes sense to me for Batman. Yeah, same. Rachel in the Nolan verse is basically not a character. Right. She's like, why is anyone nothing? Yeah. Um, everything in the Schumacher ones is basically nonsense. Right. But this Catwoman and this Batman and the way at the end when she when Bruce Wayne is like, just, just come with me, leave it all behind, and she's like, there's not a me that would do that. Yeah. I couldn't live with myself to settle like that. Yeah. But you know that there's still that love. Mm-hmm. Oh, Harrison. Yeah, it's so real. It's so real. It's the only romance that a complete insane person like Batman could ever hope for. Yeah, truly. There's so many parallels between the two of their characters. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Can I also tell you another story about Michael and this movie and one of the things he would say if he was able to be here co-hosting? Please do. I will. Uh, <laughs> he The other night... So one of the many reasons I've seen this movie so many times is Michael puts it on all the time. Mm-hmm. Just so puts it on. It's just always on. Yeah. Uh, the other night, he came home and he had had a stressful day at work. Mm-hmm. He's also a teacher. Came home, stressful day from work, and he was like, I don't want to think about anything. I'm just going to watch some Batman. And he put on the first Batman. And later he was telling me... <laughs> He got to a certain part in this Batman, and he goes, so serious. This is the first time in my life 
where I've ever watched a Batman film and thought that the notion of the Batman was ridiculous. <laughs> I guess this is growing up. <laughs> I know, I know. It's funny I... because I'm the opposite way. I'm like, <laughs> like this is so realistic. <laughs> Why? There's nothing about Batman is realistic. Like they imply in the first Tim Burton one that he has this costume because he collects costumes. Right. But they don't explain it. No. It, it's made of like one piece of rubber. Yeah, it's it, literally rubber. It's... It, I, who Who is this man? Why, of all the things he could have done, didn't become a cop. Right. Well, because he's rich. and He's just a crazy person because he's, he's rich. Yeah, he's extremely wealthy, and <laughs> that's why we hate him, because under Trump's new tax plan... Uh-huh. <laughs> you mean Max Shrek's new tax plan. Oh, I'm plan. sorry. Under Max Shrek's new tax plan because and Batman somehow... Returns, Bruce Wayne would be so fucking rich, but the Selena Kyles of the world... Mm-hmm. And the penguins of the world... The penguins especially of the world... Would be living in a sewer. Do you get the reference now, folks? Guys, do you understand that Max Shrek is our president? Do you understand that only cats can truly bring life back into us when we come home from a hard day of work and we're cold and tired and hate our bosses? Yes, and we get thrown out the window by them. Literally and metaphorically. And we bleed. And the cats <laughs> lick the blood up. And that, okay, that brings happen, us back but... to life. Well, I don't know. Does it happen? Well, I know when I get home <laughs> after <laughs> yes? such a hard day. Uh-huh. And my cats come up and breathe life into me once again. Once mm-hmm. more, I rise from mm-hmm. the ashes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. of mediocrity. I'm and starting... I am yes? a powerful person. Oh, that's beautiful. Um, Harrison, speaking of, of uh, Max Shrek being president and and the fact that we'll only be redeemed if there are magical cats to bring us back to life, mm-hmm. do you think this is a good time to mention that um, e, uh, we are actually um, Paul and Betty, uh, two different people who aren't Kaylin Harrison? Oh, right, yeah. Who are not involved... Just not, we don't live anywhere near Washington, D.C. Right, and we're talking about Batman Returns people. <laughs> we're based, Not real life. We're based in Juneau, Alaska. Mm-hmm. It's cold up here. It is. The sun uh, isn't around so it's much. It's like, yeah, we get a tax break for living in this state. What are you... <laughs> you are ruining our fake identities. No, that that's a real thing in Alaska. Oh, okay. You get paid to live there. What? I mean, where we live currently. You, yeah. don't, you don't get that in your paycheck? Oh, yes, I forgot. <laughs> I forgot, because I know that. Right. Yeah, they don't get that in Virginia, which is a state I've heard of. Yeah, it's <laughs> in the <laughs> South. I don't go there. Uh-uh. Um, <laughs> if there's one thing I can say about this movie yes. that is not realistic, mm-hmm. cats, y'all, cats cannot have milk. They are lactose intolerant. Selena Kyle should not be drinking milk I don't, from the refrigerator. I don't see that you can be... That's my people. only... Can How? I be honest? That's my literal only issue with this movie. Well, that's ridiculous. Because even though cats can't digest it, you know they like drinking it. Fair enough, but it's still bad for them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Shame on you, Selena Kyle. And then she, she just th- throws she the milk. She throws it because she just heard what you said, and she was like, I can't digest the milk of a cow! Blah! And she just, she just wrecks... I'm sorry. The best part of this movie is about to happen, y'all. Where she puts the stuffed animals down the garbage disposal? Fluff is flying. <laughs> She's got the sock monkey stabbing it in the ass, going down. <laughs> She's freaking. The cats are coming in, checking on her. Selena, Mom, what's wrong? <laughs> She's like, don't fuck with me right now. 
And the cat I have a neon sign. Don't ask where I got it, but I'm about to break it. Until it says something very apropos of my situation. Which is hell here. Whoa! Because before, a totally normal thing to have was a neon sign that says hello there. <laughs> in, right. Inside of your house. She got it from the Urban Outfitters <laughs> Actually, down the street. Actually, that is so something that they would sell. Oh, Dang. I know. I also, I also why like, does she have spray paint though? Can why does she have that? black spray paint? I don't know, but I love it. I love what you're doing here. I love what you're going to do to this shirt. Ruin it. Yeah, just everything black. That should have been her costume. I'm really mad. So in the film, she spray paints black scribble all over a big pink t-shirt with a cat on it. And then she tosses it aside and instead grabs like a leather raincoat. And that's what she assumably sews into her Catwoman costume. And I'm angry, Harrison, that she didn't change the big pink sprayed over cat shirt into her costume. Yeah. I mean, it's common sense. It would have been a much more <laughs> radder, comfortable, comfortable and radder piece of clothing. Yeah. Cause I imagine that the Catwoman outfit is mm-hmm. not pleasant to wear. It doesn't look pleasant to wear. And Anything that you make out of a raincoat, I don't know about that. <laughs> well, I don't, what what even is that material? Uh, I said leather, but it's obviously not leather. It's like obviously very fake, like PC. What is that plasticky, like the PVC, like fake leather, leather but not like a gimp suit, not like latex or it looks rubber. Like latex. But it is not. It's like far too shiny, artificially shiny. Also, what is she cutting wire for? I don't remember any wire in her costume. For her, for her ears. Oh. Jeez, Harrison. Also, her claws. I am Duh. truly not a costumer. Jeez, and I am. <laughs> Fair enough. So, Harrison. Yes. What is the rating you would give to this film? Oh. I mean, I'm... you you said at the beginning of the podcast. I've been thinking about... This has been keeping me awake at night. (laughs) I don't know why I feel some sort of obligation Uh to my viewers, I Mm -hmm. guess listeners, whatever Mm -hmm. you want to call Mm -hmm. it, Mm -hmm. our listeners, Mm -hmm. really, Yes. that I can't rate anything a six because it's dumb. What am I comparing it to? Did I rate Hocus Pocus a six? I think so. That sounds like something I would do. Um, I might have rated it a six. Y'all, we don't remember anything. (laughs) Uh, I think that I would give this movie a six and I am not saying yes, that is a cinematic masterpiece, but I I kind of am. Yeah, it is. I know that people think this movie is like goofy and unrealistic and whatever, but this movie defined my childhood and I am equal parts Selena Kyle and Oswald Cobblepot Mm -hmm. and I'm okay with that. (laughs) Well, that's beautiful. Um, I no, literally none of me is Batman. I just like to point that part out. Literally none of me. <laughs> <laughs> I think I want to give it a five, five Kalas out of six Kalas. I docked it. Is it because of the clowns? That no, no, you're cartwheel into the sewers. You're the one who has opinions about clowns, liking them. No, oh you're gonna no. This is gonna seem like a weird cop out PC police thing, but I am a member of the PC police, and I'm gonna go ahead and say it. There are only white people in this film. Oh, period. They don't even have Harvey Dent, the, you know, only black character in the Tim Burton Batman series, is not in this. And he was the only person of color in Tim Burton's Gotham. That's a chronic Tim Burton. I think I might have actually seen 
an Asian woman in the background of this scene where it looks like the penguin is saving a baby. Maybe. And that is the only... Pr- I know, it is a chronic... It is a chronic Tim Burton problem. Yeah, totally. Because he can only conceive of people being very, very pale. Yeah. And for some reason, he hasn't figured out that, like, you can have a pallor, like a pale pallor, and still be of color. Mm-hmm. Or you could be, like, I don't know, a better lighter. Yes. <laughs> or figure it out. So, yeah, that's my one point that's been docked. I mean, just none. Yeah, you're right. It's, like, more obvious now than it probably was when we were kids. Oh, totally. But yeah, so that's my one reason why. Other than that, I honestly, it's gorgeous. I love the story. Mm-hmm. I love the villains. I like Michael Keaton in this movie. He's contemplative. He's just figuring stuff out. And then he falls in love with Catwoman. I love that. Mm-hmm. This is all great. My only problem is that only white people. Yeah. That's it. That's why I talk at one point. Fair enough. Out of six points. So that's a point that's worth a lot. That is a point that's worth a lot. Five Kayla's out of six. I have decreed it. I believe in you. <laughs> and I totally agree with that rationale. I'm sorry if it if everyone's been able to hear me drinking this coffee. Well, I'm docking a point from you for drinking your coffee. I am rated five Harrisons out of six. <laughs> um, what, else, what else can we say about this movie? Oh my God, Michael's probably in Back in Falls Church, or wherever we live, Juneau, Alaska, like just squirming, thinking, I hope Kayla remembered to bring up all my points. And he's probably so cold because of the weather. In because Alaska. of the weather in Alaska, where we live. Um, um, <laughs> <laughs> he's probably also out fishing, which is right. our main source of food out here. Yeah, and you live in a shanty by the water, so. Yeah, and it's you a nice cut breeze. the hole in the ice and you go fishing in the ice. Right, like in Wisconsin. That's, which is not close to us at all. We don't live anywhere near Wisconsin, no. much, much farther away. Yeah, you're right. To the west and north. Have you seen that? There's a YouTube video of this uh, guy and he's talking about how many black people there are in Friends. Oh, no, but it's like none, right? Well, no, but it's really funny because he does a little song. He's like, everybody's always talking shit about Friends. (laughs) (laughs) And you should all look it up. Shout out to that. That's amazing. (laughs) Um, And then he lists every character who's black and it's like mostly extras and it's sad. That is sad. But it's also funny because of the way he sings it. Yeah. Yeah. I got I to gotta check it out. <laughs> yeah, check it out. Everyone listening, check it out. All right. Well, how do you feel about this episode? I, We could point out so many amazing other things, so mm-hmm. many more things about this movie that's amazing, such as Alfred feeding Michael Keaton, a.k.a. Batman, a.k.a. Bruce Wayne, Vicious de Soie. <laughs> What's Vicious de Soie? It is a cold leek soup. Ha <laughs> Ew. With cream. What? Which cats can't drink, so don't get any ideas. <laughs> um, whoever thought that cold soups were a thing that anyone would like, they're wrong. And I'm saying that as someone who technically has a gazpacho tattoo. I tried gazpacho recently for the first time. It's and terrible. this is totally related to Batman. Yes. I forgot that I can't have tomato-based things because I just don't have a... I don't like it at all. Oh. And I was like, maybe this is the time. It wasn't. I got sick. Well, that's... I'm so sorry for you. Tomatoes are amazing. I like them not in soup form. I like them in not cold soup form. Gazpacho Mm. is disgusting. Everyone knows it. I agree. Yes. And I assume Alfred knows that cold leek soup is also disgusting, and he was punishing Bruce. Well, he deserves it. He probably does. Little asshole. (laughs) Anyway, I also love snow, and that's another reason why this film rules, because it's 
loaded with snow. A world that I will never know again. Uh, I mean, <laughs> because I never go outside here in Alaska. <laughs> we have a series of tunnels that takes us to our jobs and such. Like in the film, The Thing. We're, yeah, exactly. Well, that's uh, Antarctica, but close okay. enough. <laughs> close enough. It's just like the other side of the map. World, the map of the world. Oh, my God. Um, a different continent entirely, but yes. close enough. Yes. Same conditions, sort of. Um, where do we even... Uh, my cat is named after Oswald Cobblepot. He is. One of my cats. Um, and who's Lulu named after? We can't talk about that until we watch that movie. Oh, wait, really? Cliffhanger. All right, everyone. <laughs> that wraps up our review of one of the best movies of all time. Yes. Batman Returns. Yep. It's the hocus pocus of Xmas. That's fucking amazing. That should be our tagline. That I know. That got minted. Mm. Mint condition. <laughs> minted. So, if y'all have not seen this movie, first of all... What's wrong with you? Sorry, but we just spoiled a lot of things for you. Actually, we really didn't. Well, no, we didn't. Well, we kind of did. Well, right in the beginning, actually. It's fine. It's still worth watching. Also, it's sort of like, how can you really spoil a superhero movie? Guess what, guys? Spoiler alert. The villains die at the end. Yeah. You know? Who in the political climate mm -hmm. across the country in D.C. Mm -hmm. is the Penguin? Is the, pe is the Penguin Hillary Clinton? The... No. What? That's... Is the penguin Bernie Sanders? No. What are you talking? None of that makes sense. You have to think of someone who's in cahoots with Max Shrek. Well, not really, though. Oh, you're right. You're right. Is you're the penguin right. Bart host? What's his name? I already forgot. Uh, I don't I know. I hate I... him so much. The one who's young? Uh, no, the one that um, is actually a terrible person. Ban well, all of them. But Bannon? Bannon. Or the one with a long Greek last name that I won't even bother to learn how no, to say. No, it's not that. It's Bannon. Oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe! Because Bannon got ousted. And he was like, now that I'm out, You're I right. can tell you that it's a Bannon. So, we figured it out. The Penguin is Steve Bannon. representative of Steve Bannon. Yes. Catwoman is representative of Bernie Sanders, I think. I mean... Although yeah. I would, I, don't I would pay money not to see him in that outfit, though. I will say that. I would pay money to <laughs> see him in that outfit because I'm not afraid of uh, geriatric sexuality, Harrison. Look, I watch a lot of Frankie and Grace. <laughs> <laughs> I stand corrected. <laughs> All right, y'all. Thanks for listening. This has been... Kayla and Harrison. Won't shut up. And we only wish the best, most safe... Xmas to number 45. Please don't send a giant Cheeto CIA after us. I don't know. You can't get to us in Alaska. Yeah, I mean, honestly, your friend Sarah Palin's protecting us. Yeah. <laughs> so take that. <laughs> All right, y'all. We'll see you next time. Like us and rate us on iTunes and subscribe. Bye. Bye.